Mental Performance Daily is brought to you by FitBot. The greatest story in the history of college football. This is Brian Kane with the Mental Performance Daily podcast. In today's episode, especially dedicated to the Wildcats and the great Russ Waterman. Special thanks to Dr. Rob Gilbert, creator of Success Hotline, which if you're not listening to Success Hotline as part of your daily routine, I would suggest that you check that out in the podcast section wherever you're listening to this. My mentor, Dr. Rob Gilbert, has been doing two to three minute messages like this since January 22nd, 1992. He's the greatest in the history of the game of mental performance coaching. Check him out, Success Hotline. You know, This week, we're wrapping up a football mental performance mini seminar. And it doesn't matter if you play football or a fan of football or not, these mindsets are going to help you. And as football coaches, these are the four mindsets you want to install. Number one, controlling what you can control. Number two, being that one play warrior, knowing every play has a life and history of its own and that the biggest play in the history of your career is always the next one because it's the next one. The third mindset we talked about was the ability to clap and clear and get to the next play, having a three-step process of a physical action with association, a deep breath to clear, and a verbal trigger of next play. And the fourth mindset that we discussed was about your ability to prepare at an elite level because separation is in preparation. Now, with preparation, there's mental reps where you're taking the play mentally from the sideline. There's physical reps where you're doing it on the field, and then there's no reps. Let's make sure we avoid the no reps and get the physical and mental. Today, we talk about the greatest football performance of all time, and it's a story that takes place in 1920. The great Henry Peterson, he was a very good high school athlete. He wanted to go to Georgetown, and he got in because his grades were so good. And he made the football team. But at the college level, he wasn't big enough, fast enough, strong enough, or skilled enough to really be a player. But the Georgetown coach, Lou Little, he didn't cut anybody. So he made Henry his freshman team 14th string running back. Henry went to practice early every day, and he stayed late, but he never got into a game. Sophomore year, he went to practice early. He stayed late, but again, he never got into a game. Junior year, same thing happened. He went to practice early. He stayed late, but again, he never got into a game. Coach Little went up to Henry towards the end of his junior year, and he said, you're like the emotional glue that holds this team together. Don't think I haven't noticed all the things you do for this team. Coach said, if you come out for the team next year, I promise you, I promise you, you're going to get into a game. And that's all Henry had to hear. All summer, he trained, he practiced, he ran, he lifted weights. In his senior year, the first eight games, he didn't get into one. There was only one game left, the biggest school rivalry in college football at the time between Georgetown and Fordham. Henry said, this is a dream come true. I'm going to be playing at home. My parents can come see me, and he couldn't wait for kickoff. That week, he prepared. He prepared until Tuesday. After practice, there was a priest waiting for him at his dorm room. The priest said, Henry, it's good to see you. I've got some disheartening news. Your father had a heart attack. He's in critical condition, and you must take the bus home immediately. So Henry got together his things, put his suitcase together, and on the bus he went. As soon as he got off the bus, he looked at his mom, and he knew his dad had passed. Henry and his mom and his three sisters were devastated. 
The next day, Coach Little and the five assistant coaches on the staff from Georgetown paid a condolence call. And before they left, Coach Little said, Henry, you've meant so much to our program. You've been such an inspiration to the players on the team and the staff. Is there anything in the world that we can do for you? And Henry said, well, Coach, I won't be able to be at the game on Saturday. Do you think the guys on the, on the team could say a prayer for my dad before the game? The coach promised that they would. And Henry stayed home with his family all week, helping his sisters and helping his mother as the coach and the staff went back and prepared the team for the big game. And now it was Saturday, game day, three hours before kickoff. And coach was in his office preparing, and there was a knock at the door. And in walked Henry Peterson wearing his uniform. Coach looked up surprised and he said, son, what in the world are you doing here today? He said, coach, I just wanted to make sure you guys were going to say that prayer for my dad. And coach looked at him and said, Henry, that's the first thing on our plan today. That's their first order of business. I would never forget that. And then coach said, son, is there anything else I can do for you? Henry looked at him and said, coach, you always promised I'd get into a game. It's been three years, and we've got one game left. Do you think I could start today? Well, to this day, nobody knows why the coach put him in and started him at halfback. And nobody knows how the quarterback made the mistake and gave Henry the ball in the first play. But when Henry got the ball, he ran like a man possessed. On the first play, the quarterback made a mistake, handed Henry the ball, and he ran for 12 yards in a first down. So the coach said, stay in. Henry ran the ball six yards. 14 yards, 8 yards. He ran over 20 times for 200 yards and 4 touchdowns. When the game ended, he was carried off the field by his teammates on their shoulders. And when he got to his locker, there was a press conference with all the sports writers who were covering the game. It was an amazing story. Henry's last game was his first game, and it was one of the best games any Georgetown running back had ever had. Halfway through the interviews, one of the assistant coaches said, Henry, Coach Little wants to see you in his office right now. So Henry went down to the office. He opened the door. He walked in, and Coach Little had his hands over his head, and he said, Coach, what's wrong? We won. We won. Coach looked up from his hands, and he said, Henry, that's not the point. The point is I've had you on this team for four years and never realized you could play like this in a game situation. Henry, you've got to tell me, what got into you today? Well, Coach, did you ever meet my dad, Henry said. And the coach looked at him and said, I'm sorry, son, I never had the pleasure. Well, Henry, wiping a tear from his eye, looked at the coach and said, well, you see, coach, the reason why you never met my dad and the reason why I played so well today, they're really the same reason. Coach, my dad was blind, and today was the first day he could ever see me play. So ask yourself, what's your reason why? And take the story of Henry Peterson, the greatest college football story ever told. Thank you, Dr. Rob Gilbert. And ask yourself as a coach, as a player, as a parent, as a competitor in any sport, what's your reason why? Why are you playing so hard today? Why are you going all out today? What's your reason why? And if you're a football coach listening to this, I've worked with teams where they have a why wall in the locker room, in a film room, maybe a position meeting room, and every player gets up and has to talk about and bring a picture about something that represents why they play. 
They speak in front of the team, in front of their teammates. You could do this in your office. You could do this in your real estate office and talk about why you do what you do, what inspires you. And when you hear your teammates talk about their levels of inspiration, your levels of inspiration go up. And together, iron sharpens iron and we all become more. So let's make sure we tap into the reason why. Because there's greatness inside of you, just like inside of Henry Peterson, and it needs to be unleashed today. Let's go. Thanks for checking out Mental Performance Daily with Brian Kane, an Ironclad original. If you like the show, be sure to leave us a rating, review, and comments. We'll see you tomorrow. Life's picking up after the summer months. Fall is here, college football's in the air. The days are getting shorter. The social and school calendar is filling up, work's getting hectic, and suddenly it's harder to find the time to work out. That's why I love FitBod. FitBod's smart workout app creates a custom dynamic exercise program based on your goals, experience, and equipment. It varies your routines to avoid overtraining and keeps you on schedule so you can keep that calendar full and maintain those summer gains. Their elite algorithm uses custom data and analytics to scientifically build your best next workout and maximize your results in the least amount of time. FitBod workouts fit easily into your schedule, making your time the best time to work out. FitBod works equally as awesome. On your iOS or Android device, the app is super easy to use with video tutorials to make learning new exercises a breeze. Let's keep that workout momentum going through getting personalized workouts from FitBod that get tougher as you do. Get 25% off your subscription or try out the app for free when you sign up now at fitbod.me mpd25. That's 25% off your subscription or try it free at fitbod.me slash mpd25 are you an athlete looking to master the 10 mental skills you need to consistently perform at your best so that you can accomplish your goals and win then your next step is to join four Cy Young Award winners eight UFC world champions a Heisman Trophy winner and a PGA champion in my 30-day athletes course head to briancane.com click on athletes to learn more and start mastering the mental game